This week's episode of the Lo-Fi Top 5 is brought to you by Manscaped. It's bathing suit season, y'all. Sun's out, gun's out. That means you got to be on your self-care game. Enter Manscaped. Listen, the folks at Manscaped were cool enough to send us the Performance Package 4.0. It's got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer for that body shave. It's got the Weed Whacker for your ear and nose. It's got the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, some toner, a pair of boxers, a travel bag. Listen, whether you need to take care of some manscaping yourself or got someone in your life who does, this is your answer. These trimmers are waterproof. They're going to make you smooth, clean, more aerodynamic for that inevitable belly flop you still do to make your friends laugh. I'm using these products myself and genuinely, I actually love them. Like way less nicks and missed spots. So much easier than messing around with razors, especially in those special bits. Uh, Manscaped is a lo-fi favorite, guys. Get 20% off at Manscaped and free shipping with promo code LOFI at Manscaped.com. That's LOFI at Manscaped.com. Now, on to the episode. Can we pretend that airplanes in the night? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's been two weeks because it's summer, and in summer we take breaks, and by breaks we mean go places, but not too many places, but we're back now. It's the Lo-Fi Top 5. Hi, everybody. How you doing, Jerry? I'm doing great, but it's been three weeks, and this is definitely not for all ages. I mean, can Lennon really handle this podcast? Well, here's the thing. When you say for all ages, I guess maybe that isn't true. It's not. F- it's available to all ages because we censor ourselves, and we're nice boys on the podcast. So anyone could listen, whether they want to listen or not, different ah, problem. <laughs> okay, okay. And I mean, heck, it could be good, uh, good bedtime patter for those with some sleeping issues. You know, you never know. <laughs> yeah, the dulcet tones of the Lo-Fi Top 5 will cradle you mm. to sleep. <laughs> so JT made a comment about a little travel. We've both done some travel. We actually got to see each other. Yay! IRL, and with every intention to record. And the, the truth is there was just too much barbecue. There was just too much meat sweats. Too many meat sweats for recording time. All the meats. So uh, so instead, here we are, back on the Zoom, back on the Zencaster, back on the mic, back uh, in my basement. Yeah, that's right. Back, back in your basement where you belong. <laughs> I've only spent about 26 months slash years. I don't even know anymore down here. So, but with the travel, we had this funny little quirky idea pop into our heads the other day, or what would be the top five movies to take on a flight? Yes. So I am very excited to talk about this even more so than actually get into the movies because so for for maybe like a lot of people might not know, you and I both have traveled extensively for work. Uh, So have been on hundreds of airplanes easily, easily. Yeah. When when you get one of those lifetime lifetime things with an airline and like there are some perks, but really they try to send you a little plaque that they think you're going to put on your desk. I mean, United, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but I care more about the, 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 the lifetime premium access seats much, much more. Oh, much, yeah. Much better. Forever, forever. So being that we both spent a lot of time on flights, uh, I think we're uniquely positioned to talk about what makes a good airplane movie. Because I have like a list of criteria in thinking about it where I was like, okay, so these are the things that actually make the best movies. And I'm, I'm curious. I know you did the same because we're, we're the same person when it comes to stuff like this. I did, but I want our audience to know we only discovered we both did that about 15 minutes ago. That's correct. Right. And that's what's going to make this so much fun is that I list down a whole bunch of rules here. I'm like, oh, I'm going to spring this on JT and he's going to be like, oh, I wish I did that. And he did. 
I yeah, I did the same thing. I, well, I mean, I did the same thing. We'll see how similar they are. Uh, how many? Like, I have like seven ish. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how should we do this? Because we again, we generally didn't plan this. How about you want to go one for one, or do you? Just, how about you, you want to lead? You want me? Why don't you lead? Whose turn well, is it? I intend. It is your turn, actually. Uh, <laughs> thankfully, there are written notes. I I think what we should do is just go through each one. So you'll do your first. If I have that on my list, I'll cross it off. We'll just. But I think we should actually talk about each one. Yeah, I'm in. And see how many we end up with. Okay. All right. So you uh, you get to what is what is the first rule of an airplane movie? Okay. So the one that I'm going to lead with is maybe a little controversial and some people might not agree. However, I am taking off like if if I'm in a, if I'm on an airplane, I don't want high high action crazy because it's just the wrong way to watch that movie. So for me, like if it's big, I'm, I'm going to use Fast and Furious, not because they're good movies, but just because they're absolutely ridiculous. Like if it's a movie that was thoughtful about sound and space and all of that stuff, like I don't want to watch that on an iPad or on like the front of my seat. So anything that's like big, like big theater production, I, I'm, a, I'm out. I don't want it on an airplane. So – Understood, but I want to move away from Fast and Furious as your example movie, and I'll throw out, uh, and then I'll talk about my take on this in a second. I'm I'm going to interpret what you're saying for me more as maybe a tenet yeah, or tenet. an end game, where because because Fast and Furious is also, and by the way, I love them, and I've seen eight, nine of all but one. Yeah, um, they're trash. I love they're trash. Like right, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like like yeah, it's it, it just it's so much candy. Well, Marvel, basically Marvel is the thing. Like, unless, unless it's, so there's a caveat to this, unless it's a, unless it's a rewatch. Rewatch is like, if you're just like kind of just tearing through something, that's fine. But like Marvel for me was the touchstone of like, I don't want to watch Into the Multiverse on a five inch iPad. Like that sucks. So my note, which, so uh, I will now share my verbiage for what is clearly the same one has to work on a small screen. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. That was my my note on this is it can't be something that I want to see huge. Like on my flight last week, uh, and I had already seen it, but they had everything everywhere all at once. Sure. I was like, you know, that's a movie that definitely needs a second viewing. But but I was like, but I kind of want it on at least a 40 plus inch kind of screen. It doesn't have to be like the big wall thing, but at least something where I'm going to enjoy all of the visuals because they put so much work into those visuals. Yep. So I, I have a, I have a, so is it your turn now? Well, no, because that was the, so I, so I'm going to check off that we both shared our okay. versions of isn't, isn't not an IMAX film. Okay. So I, I have like a, this is kind of a plus one to that. So it's a small one. So okay. then, then I think you can go, but um, there's a lot of films. I'm going to call it Christopher Nolan, right? Which is like dark, which a lot, a lot of that has to do, I think with, small screen. So it's kind of the same thing, but I actually don't think it is because it's a, it's a different kind of nuance you're missing, right? Because like literally on planes, depending on your seat and if the lights are on and your neighbors and all that stuff, like I don't want to have to do like the, the, it's what I call the game of Thrones problem. That one episode where it was an intentionally left very, very dark because they were trying to disorient you. I don't want that on a plane. Like I need to be actually entertained because if you don't entertain me, I'm going to start wandering and doing other stuff with my brain. And what I'm trying to do is black out until we land. Like that's basically what I want to happen. That's not going to happen if I have to like guess what's happening. 
So sure. it's, it, it can't be a movie that has intentionally dark scenes or like Zero Dark Thirty, maybe a little bit too on the nose, where there's like all this stuff happening that you're like, eh, I can't really tell what's happening. It's kind of weird. Eh, no good. No bueno. So I'll give that as a 1A. By the way, for yeah. a moment, I thought you meant dark in terms of story, but now I understand that you... I'll, you, you we'll talk later. <laughs> dark in terms of that. So I'll I'll take your 1A into my 2. Perfect. Uh, which, I, which I just wrote, has to be entertaining and engaging. Subtext, I want to be distracted so I don't know this time passing. Right. There you I, go. I never want to do a watch check during this movie. I don't want to accidentally take a look at the on-screen map. I just want it to be like... <laughs> Right. Oh, it's over. You know, we must be close to landing or whatever, whatever yep. things. So it has to, in some way, fully engage me. Right. Not too fast. Not too slow. Not not too. You know, uh, uh, cerebral. Yep. Like might make me think, but it can't make me like wait. I need to like really digest this. So again, using a movie like using Nolan is still in my example here. Uh, and by the way, I think just sort of the asterisk to the entire thing is rewatchable. Like once something hits your personal rewatchable pantheon, it sort of doesn't matter. The rules, the rules don't apply anymore. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, although, although even that said, I still would not, for example, rewatch tenant on an airplane. I just don't think it wouldn't do what I needed to do. I would be watching certain scenes and I look over at like, who's sitting next to me. What are they watching? Yep. Um, do you ever have that time, by the way, where someone next to you is watching something you want to watch and you have to like, sort of tilt your head a little bit to not accidentally see stuff. Yeah. So I very quickly, uh, randomly out of flight once someone was watching high fidelity, which as you know, is like my favorite movie of potentially all time. And it was a genuine struggle bus because I was like, I want to watch high fidelity too. <laughs> I was very close to like handing them my like auxiliary split cord. and be like, can we just watch that together? We're friends now. Right. Right. <laughs> can we, both do a quick check. So I have a split headphone cable in my travel pack. Of course I do. Well. Yeah, of course. Because you're not a monster. I'm not a monster. Okay. Good, good. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, so we've got, we got a couple down. Did, did you have the same or something like this? So what? I had engaging as a very specific word. Like there's a, yeah. for me, it's a, it's a particular type of engagement, um, which is like non thriller, non edge of my seat, but more like I, I tend to lean very heavily into like dialogue driven stuff on planes because it actually has to have all of my attention, which is what I want. Like I want all of my attention taken away from me. So yeah, I think we're roughly on the same page there. All right. Very good. So is, the, is that back to my turn? I, I guess it's back to you. You go again. Okay. My next one is I, I think for it to be the perfect kind of airplane movie. And, and again, I've got some outs on this is I think it has to be a rewatchable. Okay. I, I think I think for for it to be a deliberate choice, and I'll get to this part in a second. So, uh, and it has to be an enjoyable movie. I think airplane movies are not the point to be like, um, you know, Twelve Years a Slave. This is not the time to be like, right? Oh, broody, life is terrible. Oh my God, my heart is in my stomach. Like, agreed. You know, you know, even even if even if it would catch every other thing, like I just don't think you want to be taken there. So with my one caveat to rewatchable is I think one of the, one of the perfect sort of genres that doesn't fall into rewatchable is mediocre sequels. So I'll give you an example. On my last flight, I decided to finally watch Bill and Ted's three. Sure. And I'd say it perfectly delivered as an airplane movie. 
because it's it's not bad. It's not good. And it's got fun nostalgia. It's good homage to the to the I guess the Bill and Ted's trilogy, <sighs> Bill and Ted's verse. Right. Um, but I would have felt like I thought about it a lot actually after watching it. I give it like a six and a half. So that's where I'll place it as a movie. Okay. So if I'm at home and had watched it, like I got on the big screen, I'm like, oh, tonight I'm going to watch Bill and Ted's three. Finally, I would have been like disappointed because it, it, it was, it's a six and a half. Right. Whereas on an airplane, that same thing that makes it not so good was just enjoyable enough to go through. Yeah. So it has to be rewatchable and or very enjoyable to take you through that journey. I'm on. Yeah, I have it, I similar, but I didn't go as deep as that. So I think that's that's good. I like it. Okay. So what's yours? So this is a. I don't know. I, I think you'll agree with this. I, I know for a fact some people don't, but appropriate. So I am very mindful of the fact that there are other people on a plane with me, and so there there are movies, by the way, that I love that have like ah scene, and I'm like. Eh. I don't, you know, I either got to like get past that scene or it's out. I just can't, I can't watch it. So even I'll use a little one just because I talk about it on the podcast way too often. But uh, basically like everything with Mila Jovovich and the fifth element, there's just two, fifth element would be for me, would be a hilarious plane movie because it's long yeah. and it's goofy and it's fun. However, she's like borderline naked a whole bunch in that movie. And it's like, oh, that one, that one I think I could probably get away with, but it's a little on edge. And it like, you don't know who you're sitting next to. You could have a kid. You could have somebody who has like just different, like, you know, worldviews or whatever. And I, I always want to be mindful of that. I don't want someone to be uncomfortable for a flight because I don't want to be uncomfortable on a flight. So it's like a big thing for me. And so I always think about that. Like every movie I go through, if I'm doing a rewatch, I'll run through the whole movie in my head and go like, dit, 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 dit. nope, you're out. Dit, 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 dit. Oh, okay, this one's fine. Yeah, so I have uh, Can't Get Me Cringy. I wrote, can't be too R-rated. There yep. may be kids around. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll also give a slight other other secondary to this whole topic, which is things like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, watch, I wouldn't watch Cast Away or, or movies with plane crashes. Not that, yeah, not actually for me, but again, for someone else. Like, it would be like, you know, my, my wife doesn't love flying anymore, Um and, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's just in your head. There's no reason for it, right? But if you feel that way, I don't want to be the guy that, like, you're like, oh, great, that's bringing my photo. Like, give me some more Xanax. You know, I, I, I don't want to be that guy. And the same on the on the R-rated stuff. Yeah, so I actually had that as a separate one, which we can share this one because oh, okay. I'm, I'm fine putting it together. But I, I always think, and now that you're saying it, actually, it is more of the same thing because I don't care. Um, it doesn't matter. Like, I'll, I'll watch anything. Yeah. It makes no difference to me. Uh, however, I did have sort of the stay away from like scary, like plane, you know, Air Force One's probably not a great airplane movie just because, you know. Other than that, actually, it probably is. If you pretend that it's a train, <laughs> not a plane, it's almost the perfect one, maybe. But <laughs> if you're in one of those business class pods where no oh, one sees your screen, you're good to go. Good to right, so go. So, on this topic, I'm curious because I watched, again, I had four movies in my flight home uh, last week. And one of them, I watched this movie, The Protégé, which I enjoyed. Uh, so it was the in-flight, it was one of the uh, on their screens, right? So, but it had one brief nudity scene. It was pretty quick. It's like literally a couple of women getting out of bed with their clothes on and then, and then they're off. So maybe maybe on screen for less than a second. Okay. 
But it was exactly enough for me to be like, hey, airplane people, like, what if there's like a, like, it just made me feel like, ah, I don't, it's not neighbor friendly. Yeah. What if there's an eight year old sitting next to me? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that. Like, yeah, no, I guess I hear you. I hear you. Like I'm I'm already trying hard enough to not communicate with any other person on the plane. The last thing I need to do is have them be like, yo, mister. Right. Yeah. And the thing I want to say, just because of frequent traveling, it's, I, it's not about judgment. I don't care what anybody right. else thinks about what I'm watching. It doesn't bother me. I'll never see you people again. This is like, you're. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm time traveling right now. Like I basically Agreed. was somewhere and was somewhere else. You people are here. I actually just don't want to make you feel bad or weird. Bingo. That's Bingo. my thing. Like, I don't care if it's like, you know what I mean? Because I know some people who like get sheepish about it. I'm like, no, no, no. I watch movies where people are naked sometimes. Like that's a thing that happens. It's just, it's, it's Hollywood. I'm fine with it. But, you know, like, Depending on who's next to me, I don't want I don't want to make you also have to see this now if you don't want to see it. Right. <laughs> right. It's yeah. It's it's a don't you know don't don't make don't 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 infringe in a in that kind of way. Like it, to me, it's actually almost the same as like people walking around without uh, with speaker phones. That was literally what I was just going to say. Like if you talk to if you talk on speakerphone in public, you're a monster. Don't be that person. <laughs> Common courtesy. We all got to. It's one society, people. All right. So I think we piggyback the same one, sort of. Yeah, but I think it's your time. My time? Yeah, you go. Okay. So I have one here that I just said I don't think it should be too long. I think no matter how good the movie is, like Godfather, Shawshank, Seven Samurai, there's something to me like when you hit that three-ish hour mark, you know, and by the way, there's a great episode on on some of those best movies. Oh, yeah, we did did that. we, We did that. But I think it feels, it again goes back to that, I don't want to check my watch. And three hours sort of sitting prone in a basically uncomfortable chair with my knees up to my my shoulders. Like, you know, I'm going to want it to kind of come to an end. Part of me thinks that actually ideal timing would be mostly sub two hour. Um, But this is what I, I just don't think. I don't think it's a perfect movie. It's too long. It's not unwatchable on a plane, but I don't think that's a perfect plane movie. So interesting. I have the opposite. I have the exact opposite, which is that I don't want it to be too short. Ooh. So I have like, uh, so, and, and listen, a lot of that has to do with where you're flying to and how long your flight is. Right. So most of my flying was usually East to West coast. Or, like, so I was usually going to LA. Like that's the place that I landed the most like LAX and SFO. I've spent a lot of time in. So going there from New York, it was always like, all right, I want two movies, not three. So I need like a good two and a halfer and then maybe like another two and a halfer and then I can work in between. Like that, you know what I mean? Like that would kind of be like the the perfect whatever. Or Vegas is great. Vegas from, from New York used to be like one, two, one, one and a half, done. That Then I like the rest of it's just getting there and all that stuff. But I think my friend, you're sort of agreeing with me because you just said like nothing three plus. So yeah, but but my bigger point was I actually well here's the thing: there's very few movies that are three hours plus. I would want to watch Hard Stop. Like we've talked about, there's just, it's just hard. Like that's a hard. Like listen, Seven Samurai has a genuine intermission. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like that. I'm good on that in life. Like forget a plane. My bigger thing though is like I don't want to get teased. Like an hour ten is not enough time. Like I need it to be longer than that for sure. If I'm going to bother with it on a plane or I'll just watch three episodes of the office. 
Fair enough. And and when we actually get to the movie lists, you'll hear why I have a slightly different take on this because I did something kind of goofy. So okay, I'm into goofy. We'll get to that. All right, I, I've been your your turn. Go first. Just just what's your next thing? Uh, so I got two more. I got two still. I only have one because we're we're sharing basically all the things. Right. So oh, well, if you have one, then I'll yeah, you I, go. I'll, all right. So my next one is sort of a, I gave it like a little parentheses question mark thingy. It's I think if I'm going to say like for perfection, like if I'm going to make like this great list, I think in general the movies that I would pick should be clever in some way, like not as much um, dumb action. Like Fast and Furious would be a little too dumb action, yeah. whereas um, some amount of action, good. Like uh, like a Taken kind of sure. movie, you know, is is a clever action movie, right? I, I think, or or John Wick, which again, I would never watch in a plane because it violates previous so rules. So much violence. <laughs> so much violence. Um, but I think, in general, dumb movies don't work as well on planes. Because yeah. it gets you, like, like if there's idiot plot moments, if there's, like, come on, you're, you're going to... That's, again, leads to that. I'm looking around now. Ooh, that guy's watching something cool. You know? Right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so it leads into my my last one, a, a li- like somewhat nicely. They're they're not the same, they're not different, but I think they're in the same path. So for me, is I I, re- I wrote this as appropriately emotional. Well, then we will be sharing the last one. Okay, so so my my touchstone for this always is Hachi, which I have told everyone to never watch because it's the saddest, stupidest movie I've ever seen. It's not; it's beautiful, but whatever. Like. I don't want to be mad on a plane. I don't want to be sad on a plane. I want to be pretty neutral. So entertained, invested, but I don't want to swing hard in either direction. I want to be somewhere in the middle. <laughs> so I wrote down some tears okay, but no bawling. Yeah, uh, I don't want to blubber. Ex- <laughs> no, but my example though is a movie. Rudy is is the outlier here. Rudy is acceptable because everyone knows you either cry during Rudy or you're a sociopath. Right. So like, Rudy is one of the few movies where if you start crying, like if, if you were watching Rudy next to me and I couldn't hear it, but I saw the scene, I'd start crying anyway. <laughs> like, yeah. no, it's, no. If a stranger three three seats away from me, if I see a man all of a sudden starting to cry, and I look at the screen and it's and it's clearly Rudy, I'm like. You go, man. I get yeah. you. I yeah, hear yeah. you. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think that. I mean, this is just sort of like just smart, right? Because and, and again, this one, like very specifically, I don't care. I'll cry in public. I love crying. I'm a big crier. Uh, that said, I I just don't want to feel like that on a plane. Right. That's right. <laughs> like, That's right. I I and I will you know given that I tend to cry during most movies, so right. you know it's just sort of expecting it. I I, I actually try not to. I, the only time I really try to hide I'm crying, crying in a movie is that I'm crying at something that has no business for an audience member crying at. And like, it just triggered me in some weird emotional way or the music or whatever. Totally fair. So should we move into the movies themselves, my friend? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm happy with where we are. We could stop here. I've had a great time, but I want to keep going. <laughs> so do you want to talk Shawshank first? And, uh, and then we have to talk about the list as a construct because of what I did. So okay, we start with Shawshank. <laughs> yeah, sure. Your oh, person. it's me. Yeah. Uh, I do have a Shawshank, and I am um, doing what I want, doing what I want. So it's like a not a appropriate Shawshank, but I don't care. 
I, I can't tell if this is a bit. I don't know. I don't know what you're referencing here. Oh, that's not a bit. I I have a Shawshank. It's oh okay. It's like a it's me breaking format entirely and doing something different. But I okay, I, go for it. Okay, I don't have five words because I can't. Oh, actually, no, I will for you. Um, potentially JT's favorite director. That's your. So is that your clue on the title, or just answer the how question? How do I orient? And Wes Anderson? Yeah. Yes. So anything by Wes Anderson? All of them. So here's why. All of them. <laughs> okay. Here's why. Uh, with the Rushmore gets a little intense at, at points. It's a little, maybe a little too emotional. Most of his movies are visually rich, absolutely entertaining, silly, goofy, fun, great soundtracks. He never does anything that's out of bounds. He never goes left of center for like nudity and all that stuff. They're heartwarming. They're engaging. I literally, and, and so the thing is, is like, I was like, I could put three of his movies on this list easily. And then I was like, actually, I could only remove two of his movies of all time ever where I wouldn't say they'd be a great airplane watch. So just because I didn't want him on my list and the other only option I had was potentially actually Shawshank, I was like, forget it. All of Wef- I'm taking Wes Anderson off the table for me. Wow. All right. All right. Well said. So uh, I have two. First one, um, not very loose. Not very loose. Um, tight, close, R- wrapped, tight, firm, the firm. <laughs> so I was given some thought and I'm going to go down and saying, I think the firm might be the perfect airplane movie. Oh, first of all, it's by John Grisham, who is basically the godfather of airplane novels. Right. Right, it's sure. pretty much him, Crichton, or or or, uh, or or Clancy, right? One of the, or or maybe one of the Pattersons. There's a lot of them. There's so many um, Pattersons, and they all have so many names. So many names. Richard James North South. <laughs> uh, so there's something about the firm. I, you know, I've watched it a few times. I haven't watched it in maybe five-ish years. It's actually on the longer side, so it's just over two. It's. Think about all the categories, right? It's entertaining the whole way through. It's clever. It's a very clever story. True. It has a few kind of, not lewd, but definitely adult-ish moments, but the way they're portrayed on screen is not inappropriate. Uh, It's it's long, but not too long. It's fully rewatchable, even though there's a lot of clever, like little twists and reveals and whatnot. You got a good bad guy. You got a good good guy. Tom Cruise at his best from a balance between like acting and and running. Agreed. You know, and run. a lot of running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that so much. Between acting and running, what is Tom Cruise good at? Well, acting and running. It's great. I love that. Thank you for that. And I want to be clear here. I'm not. You've heard me on this podcast for a couple of years now. It's not one of the best movies of all time by any means. No. But for but but for the same reason that those books are good, I think the firm might be the perfect airplane movie. I'm I think that's that. I, I yes accepted. Great great entry. Thanks, bud. Now the second is a movie I just saw for the first time. Okay. Um, and it's called Moonfall. And in Moonfall, it's by Roland Emmerich, and he basically takes 
No, I'm just kidding. This movie is one of the worst things I've ever seen. It is an embarrassment to filmmaking. I was waiting. He takes... He takes everything he did wrong in 2012 and even Independence Day. He takes all of the worst things of all of those movies and then combines it with all of the worst things about Armageddon, right? Which <laughs> which I like. But the plot, if, if I were one of those like YouTube film analysis people, I'm willing to wager that I could do a scene for scene Armageddon plus 2012 equals Moonfall. There's... It's so awful that 40 minutes into it, I'm like, I think I have to stop watching this. But I kept saying to myself, no, you know, these special effects are fun. And given what he did in 2012, there's just going to be some crazy bonkers stuff in the last hour of this movie. It's just going to be like everything blowing up. I'm like, I just kind of want to watch that. But it's it's dumb beyond dumb. I I will give you an example. Between uh, no less than 10 times in the movie – and there's, there's a, some situation that incurs the following sequence of events. A character, um, no, you know, I don't care. I'm spoiling this movie. So if you really care about anything <laughs> on Moonfall, stop listening. It's so bad. So there's a scene where they get they got to get into like a space shuttle to go save the day, right? Which is expected, right? Because it's Armageddon. Sure. And the science-y guy, played, by the way, for, by Sam from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, love him. And he's basically being Sam from Game of Thrones, just mildly less fun. Okay. So they get on the space shuttle to go save the day. And of course, things are going wrong because it's a disaster movie and you expect that. Now, the premise of the movie, as per the title, is the moon is falling. Right? (laughs) Right. So, you know, I'm no scientist, but even I know that that's not going to be so good for the humans. Bad for humans. All the, all, all the tides are broken now. What what do yeah. we do? And so there's one of those, like, at the first time, they think they've got, like, three months. And then, like, actually, no, they only have three weeks and one of those kind of things. So they get on the space shuttle. It's nobody who belongs being on the space shuttle, again, because it's Armageddon. Sure. And uh, Sam is, like, there's, like, meteors or whatever's going on. And Sam says, I knew I shouldn't have come on this. Now, back home, the world's about to lose. Right. Right. So what else were you going to do? Like blow your brains out or, you know, just go on a Netflix binge session? Like what were you planning to do instead of being on the space shuttle where you might actually save the world? That happens 10 times or more in this movie that the character's like, why did I do this? Oh, because the world's ending is why you did that. Remember? You remember that? You remember the main conceit of the movie? You don't? Because I do. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. So, like, my gripes to this movie aren't even the science-y stuff and the moon stuff. It's just everything is the idiot plot. Every single moment is the idiot plot. And they make quips about each other. There's, like, they're trying to get in, like, Marvel one-liners, but they don't. They can't be clever in calling Thor point break. Like that's that's a fun little quip. Right. These quips are just like bad. Like the house is blown up, and like the the stepdad goes something like, "You see why I wanted the extra insurance?" Oh gosh, I hate it. Wah wah wah. Yeah, All right. it's bad. All right. I decided that I wanted to rant about Moonfall. I never have done that on on the on the cast. But it like those two hours ain't coming back. So. <laughs> It's true. Never, Actually, you're never, never, negative, but. never see this movie. Oh, never won't. see this. My apologies to every actor, cinematographer, cameraman, key grip, gaffer, and everybody else who had to work on this thing. It was abysmal. Wow. Abysmal. Big words, Jer. 
I kind of want to see Batman and Robin again to see which one's actually worse. Holy mackerel. Well, there you go, folks. Don't see it. <laughs> I'm angry. I'm angry right now, JT. Let's move into the good stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm too, I'm, I got to move on. Okay. Get out of here. All right. Let's move on. So my first pick, I, and I have a bunch of movies I picked. I don't, they're in no order. I don't know what's happening. I'm going to just sort of figure it out. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with one that I think might be, we've talked about it on the podcast before. I don't care. Um, but I think it's like, I think it's really good. I think it's a great, great airplane movie. So let's do five words for this would be, um, grab person, but trying hard. Not great. Not my best work. Grabbed person? Is that the first word? Yeah, grabbed grabbed person if trying hard. When trying hard. Grabbed person. Something hug? Mm, no, grab. Something grab, taken? Grab. I was thinking taken was where you might have been going. No, this is it's a bad grabbed. words for this. I'm sorry. Easy, take it easy. No, it's not taken easy. Anything. Easy rider. No. You, you've never talked about that movie. No, I haven't. Um, I'm I'm kind of enjoying trying to figure out what you make. I want I want this same clue set one more time. Grabbed person, if trying hard. If trying hard. If trying hard. Um, uh, grab. If trying. Um, um, attempting fail. Uh, That's close. Uh, You're getting there. Launch failure. Succeed. No, failure to launch is winning. Funny. No. Um, yeah, failure to launch. That's grabbed person. Kidnapped something? You're so close. You're around it, but it's it's. I don't think it's gonna happen. All right, all right. Catch me if you can. Oh yes, that's a good airplane movie. Well done. Yeah, that's a great pick. I can't believe it's not on my list. Great pick. Like, great I'm, pick. I'm not even gonna say anything else. It's just yeah. it's all the things we talked about needing to be and not needing to be. That. Yep. I don't think we need to go into each of the movies that much because there's gonna be. I got a lot of repeats too. So. Now is the point where we're going to have to have some, I don't know what we're going to do with this. So JT, I have completely two different lists. Okay. Because I decided, again, this is such a fun topic and I just flown recently a bunch. And so I, I, I really, really actually enjoyed thinking about this one. So I made two lists. And I will tell you the titles of both lists. Okay. The top five movies to take where you will watch all five movies on the flight. You're going to Singapore. Okay. Or... The top five movies where you only watch one movie on the flight, but you get to bring five to choose from. Oh, wow. See what I did here? I do. I also then decided that not one movie would be on both lists. Okay. Do I get to pick which list? Well, we're going to do both. So sure. So (laughs) I think the thing is one of them we're doing like back and forth and the other one I'll just rip through at the end. Okay. So do the back and forth one then. So, but which one do you, which of these choices do you want me to choose then? I want the, I want you to rip through the Singapore one at the end. Cause I feel like that's less approachable okay. for most people. Most people aren't on, you know, 18 hour flights often. No. Okay. So then, so this is the top five to bring for a single use on the flight. So there are, and then again, I've cheated for a second time because in each case there's a category and there's multiple entries. So. Great. As I said, I'm breaking all the rules today. It's yeah, two it. tops, multi-choice. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure episode. Okay, 
So the first category, um, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to clue you in by the kind of category rather than the movie. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get you there. Okay. Um, uh, battle that lasts forever. Battle that lasts forever. Uh, Infinity War? Or End of the Norse World. Ragnarok. Correct. So first category is a, a Marvel rewatch. They're always good. Yep. And I have as my third one in the list, by the way, is Iron Man. I think those three, like Infinity War is a two-hour nonstop action movie. And despite the rule of, of previously stated about the small screen, once you've seen it like four times, right. you don't have to enjoy all the, you don't, it's not about the visual artifacts anymore. You're right. Now it's just that constant roller coaster. Yep. And it's so much fun. Great. So category one was a Marvel rewatch and in, in order Infinity War, Ragnarok, or Iron Man. Okay. This like depends it. on which one I've seen the most recently. <laughs> okay. I like it. All right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to mess around with five words today too, just cause it's fun. Okay. Uh, this one, <laughs> yeah, I like this one. 90210 Bobby. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. This is like the perfect kind of romp for me on a flight. All right, Sharesies. Really? My second category is Let's old go. school comedy. Let's right? go. So, <laughs> there we go. Old school comedy. Now, this also does mild violation of the uh, cringy moment because there is the strip club scene. Yep. But it's pretty fast, and you can just sort of tilt the screen for a half second there. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a window seat guy, so that's where I would just, like, turn it just enough so it's heading towards the window, and it'd be fine. Exactly. Or you just hit skip 30 seconds because it really is just it's, one minute. It's one minute. Yeah, it's really, really yeah. short. Okay. My, so me again. Well, no. So in the same category. So again, this was the old school comedy oh, right. for me. So uh, I will give you again some clues for the next few in the list because there are four in this one. But I'll give you – I think I can do all four with five words total. Eddie Murphy, Obviously. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. So trading places. <laughs> Okay, well, there was one of them. Um, the The next one was obviously, obviously. It, it, the, the The gesture of me doing it is part of the clue. Obviously. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, Fletch. Oh, Fletch. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, okay. Got obviously, it. Fletch. Obviously. Sure. Yeah. And the last one. So, how many words do I have left? Like one or two. Um. Um. Slimer? Slammer? Slimer. Slimer. Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, great. Ghostbusters. I think any of these, and I even have as backup, as a, yet another backup, was like even like Three Amigos. Any of those kind of like 80 solid comedies, I think just deliver on their play. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, I'm going to go in a different direction. Uh, oh, yeah. So let's do. So this isn't about. The title is actually about the movie. So, a heist fight at a caravan. In a caravan? Caravan. Caravan. Is this Mad Max Fury Road? No. Uh, it's, it's the, that movie is amazing, but it's a little too big to watch on a little screen. Yeah, although to me, I think when I get to like the fourth or fifth time I've seen that, I'll put that into the, I can, I can, just, I can just watch that again. Because it is also just... I'm on three now and it's long, which is nice. Like for me, that's a good, that'd be a good one. So yeah. So yeah, baby. So a heist, a a heist and a caravan. 
a fight. And the, the caravan's what made me think of Mad Max. So a heist. Uh, is it is it one of the Fast and Furious? Is it Fast Five? Nope. Caravan. Periwinkle Blue from Ima. Oh, uh, this is like a... I'm, I'm guessing this is a Danny Boyle movie or something like that. Like Snatch or Lock, Stock <laughs> and Two Smoking Barrels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes. So, it's Snatch. It's Snatch. Guy Ritchie, right? Guy yeah. Ritchie, yeah. So, just very quickly why. Snatch is one of my favorite movies. This is one of those movies where it... There's four plots happening all at the same time. They all kind of coalesce in the end. There's violence, but it's mild. There's no nudity. It's goofy and silly and funny. It's a good chuckle movie. Great way to kill two hours. Super fun pick. Uh, I I actually have to rewatch this one because I remember liking it a lot, but I don't remember enough about it. Yeah, fair. All right, next one. I I have a fun two words. Two words. Two words, buddy. Okay. Birth ego. Birth ego? Birthed. Let's show it birthed ego. Birthed ego. I'm back at Ghostbusters because of the ego thing, which is not the same. Um, birthed ego. Pregnancy. Pregnancy. Born identity. Yes. There it is. That's a really good clue. <laughs> so this is the... Just solidly delivery action movie with the with the backup here is uh, Quest for Colored Month. Uh, Hot for Red October. That's right. So I think either of these two are just they they just go 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 go. Yeah. Um, fun to watch. Great. Same same same. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's do financial sports ball. Money ball. Yeah, I don't have a great five words. Uh, I just think this movie is like one of the great movie. It's a great, great movie. And yeah. fits all of the paced fast enough that I'm not bored, but not slow enough. There's nothing happening in it that's weird. It's per- it's like highly dialogue driven and like kind of ethereal and smart. Really well acted. I Like Moneyball, I could watch basically at any point. And because I'm like a sports nerd, like anytime, like I have a whole category of sports stuff I didn't put in here, but there's a whole litany of sports movies that I would just be like, yeah, sports movie, and I'll watch it forever. What what would be what's the first one that comes to mind for that list? Varsity Blues. I thought you were going to either do that or Friday Night Lights. That's one A one B. Like both of those, Rudy's in this, and then Major League is in this for me, by the way, because it's hilarious, and that's it's, that falls into both categories for me. Right. Eighty great eighties comedy. And sports movie. <laughs> like I told you I rewatched Major League recently and it was far it, it's it was a harder rewatch than I thought. It was it's not as the, the comedy bits are it's it's more like a drama, it's a true dramedy, actually. There's a lot more Yeah. As I'm aging, like Tom Berger's character became more and more interesting. Whereas when I was a kid, it was all about Joe Boo. Yeah, yeah, it was Joe Boo and, and Willie Mace Hayes and yeah, like, but no, the, the, it's actually, see, I think it holds up pretty well because with the exception of there's like some 80s misogyny and other stuff in there that's not ideal, um, you know, <laughs> light to moderate racism. Uh, but the, I think, I think the story still plays like aging out and young kids and mentorship and unwanted mentorship and hardships and all that stuff. I actually think it's like, it's, I love that. I can watch that movie a lot. It's a great movie. 
The other one I was thinking you might pick, what's the one? Oh, Remember the Titans. That I think probably also would deliver pretty well. That gets pretty close to Guy Cry for me, though. That movie's real emotional. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay, last one for me. Again, you get two choices. I think I can do five words in, in the in, in the or. So there's going to be, the or won't count as one of my five words. Of course. B, action, or uh, Mediterranean capital. Okay. B action, as in B E, right? B E E. B action. B action. action. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's not. It's a B movie. It's not a B movie. Um, Wasp, bug, action, action. Are you doing the thing that this is about the title or or the movie? Uh huh. Uh huh. B action. Uh, flying nectar. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, sting. The sting. The sting. Okay. Well done. Or, or what was the next one? Mediterranean capital city. Mediterranean capital city. I'm terrible at geography. I mean, I know what's in the Mediterranean, but I'm terrible at capitals. I don't know. Syriana. <laughs> uh, Casablanca. Oh gosh. Oh, so long. But yeah, okay. <laughs> It's not actually that. No, Casablanca is just round two. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. What um, am I thinking of this? Is it Citizen Kane that's three hours? Oh, Citizen Kane's forever and boring. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, mad respect to what they did, what it did. For yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done this you before. We've you done this before. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is my, the, what are the classics? With, with the fallback here was uh, 12 Angry Men. Um, oh, yeah. That's, okay. That's another just amazing classic I'd rewatch forever. Sure. Nice. Am so I done? I wasn't paying attention to how we're many done. we've done. Yeah, we're, oh, okay, we're, cool. We hit it. I have more. <laughs> well, here's what I have now. So now I have the top five movies on the single flight, as well as a Pong list for said list. So I can run through those, then we'll both Pong. Do you have Pongs? Do you want a Pong? I think we can just talk about the movies at this point. So why don't, why don't you do your list, and then we'll go back and forth with just like sort of Fast Five-ish. Okay, do you want, do you want guessing or just tell you the movies? We can guess these five if you've got five for it. Well, again, I have two for each one. Okay. Let's do okay. that and we'll do Fast Five. That way we're, we're still doing a little bit of Poggy. Plus, okay. you're, you're killing the guessing games today, so I want to keep going. All right. Uh, uh, first one would be Ghoulish Creature Company. Ghoulish or Creature Company. Or. Or. Interior Structure. Vowel. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, ghoulish creature. Oh, that was six words. That's okay. We'll let it slide. You're doing two movies. Ghoulish creature company. How about ghoulish creatures company? Might help a little bit. Creatures. Um, ghoulish creatures. So this is kind of fun because, and by the way, I did the same things last time. There's just, there's sort of a categorical there's a element theme. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, ghoulish creatures would be like gremlins or uh, ghosts or boogeymen. You're, uh, you're there. Yeah. More generically, more generically. Monsters Inc. Or well done. What was the second one? Interior structure vowel. Interior structure vowel. Um, I'm just running through. It's a Pixar movie, right? Mm-hmm. With a vowel. With a vowel. 
some why can't I think of A? Something with an A O A E I O U. It's gotta be one of those. You named it. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um not, not sometimes, but you got it. Right. Uh well I'm trying to think so soul, inside out. Do the vowels. Um, a a bug's life. No. <laughs> a E I Interior structure vowel. Dude, I'm sorry. It's just not click. Nothing's clicking right now. I f- and I the feel vowels dumb. E. I'm starting to feel dumb now. E. The vowels E. Wally. Got it. Yes. Interior structure vowel. See, I thought, oh gosh, it's a good clue. I thought you were trying to give me the interior structure of a word. And I'm like, bro, I got, that's too ethereal. I'm not uh, smart enough for this. It was like interior structure, semicolon, vowel. Got it. Yeah, Wally, both great. I mean, I Pixar forever. So yeah, sure. Well, I thought about this and, and, you know, Ratatouille's, I know your favorite and actually one of mine as well. I feel like these two are sort of the best to engross you and all the other things. I'll just yeah. kind of keep you going the whole time. Yep. All right. Now we'll have. <laughs> Minor February holiday or Loofer's house. Looper's house. Sorry. Looper's house. Valentine's Day? No. Minor February holiday. I don't know any other holidays in February. Uh, Very minor. Yeah, apparently. Minor February holiday. I honestly can't think of any other holidays. um, uh, I got nothing on that one. Groundhog Day. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. So Groundhog Day. What was the second one? Looper's house? Looper's house. Uh, Bruce Willis. Is in <laughs> Not <Looper>. that Looper. <laughs> um, Loopers. I don't know this. Uh, Ted, Bill and Ted. Caddyshack. Oh, Looper. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. So these are okay. So basically, just like eighties again, same sort of deal. Sort of for me, basically like the top of the like the quotable, ultimately rewatchable. Like Got it. in a different way than the Fletch and the other ones were. Yeah. Great. Next is either Indiana athletes, Hoosiers, or oh, there's another Indiana athletes. Oh, Hoosiers or Rudy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sure. Sports movie. Yep. yep. Now this one, I don't know how I'm going to tie the two together. It's a little trickier. <laughs> Final adventure or regular criminals? Okay, final adventure. Uh, last. Yes. Okay. Um, adventure. Last action hero. Great movie. No. That's <laughs> so great. No, it's a terrible movie. Final adventure. All right. So, uh, last journey. Last. Of the Mohicans, last episode. Uh, uh, this is uh, gonna be so final, sad. Final, final Spaniards adventure. Final Spaniards adventure. I don't know what is it. Crusade. Oh, last crusade. Okay. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I thought about the indie trilogy, and I find I think I think the third one is just the most fun to keep rewatching. The yeah. first one's the best of them, but this one's the most fun for a plane. Totally agree. It's it's goofier. It's a little sillier, which I think yeah. is like more fun. And what's the second one? Regular criminals. Uh, usual suspects. Yes. Yeah. Usual. I, so usual suspects is a movie that I was like, Jeremy will have this somewhere. I, I, it's funny because I know some people are like, I get it. I saw it. I know the twists and everything. To me, it's a movie I can keep. I don't, I think it's just a brilliant movie. It's a brilliant movie. No, it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah. All right. So let's do, now we'll fly through. Sorry, I got last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Top in performance or American Mountain. Uh, all right, so top in performance, peak. No, no, over the top, great movie, <laughs> classic. <laughs> I turned my hat around. Top, top in performance, high. Keep going. Uh, top performance, first, closer, best. Yes. In show. Yes. Okay, so Christopher Guest then. What's the second one? American Mountain. Everest? Not, not American. Um, no comment. You can just edit that one out. No, no, no. I said it. I said it. I said <laughs> right after. Not American. Uh, the Rockies? No. Uh, it's a mo- American. 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 We're saying American with a lot of gusto, so it's got to be a real American mountain, which I guess the Rockies are not. Mount Everest definitely isn't, just for those of who, who didn't catch me saying that before. Um, I, dude, I have no idea what this is. Presidential Mountain? Oh, uh, uh, Rushmore? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rushmore. Rushmore. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a mountain. That makes sense. Yeah, Wes Cr- so, yeah, West Anderson. Yeah. Okay, man. So this for me was the clever comedy category. Yeah. So for um, me, my, that's all of third, them. Right. I know. I know that. When you were saying it, I was like, ooh, sharesies. Um, I had a sort of distant third here for this movie, L.A. Story, which I love. Um, yeah, you've mentioned it before, but I've not seen it. All right. So run through our pongs. Yeah, we'll just fly through. This is more like a fast five. We'll just like kind of right. like go one for one. Uh, so I have Crazy Stupid Love, which I've talked about a ton and didn't want to talk about it again, but it's such a perfect movie. I have the Star Trek reboot by J.J. Abrams. Oh, God, I love that. Big Hero 6. Uh, Spider-Verse. Airheads. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven is so good. I'm so annoyed I don't have that on here. It is a perfect airplane movie. Uh, almost famous, obviously. Almost famous. Okay, Goodwill Hunting. Oh, nice one. No, that's two crises. Uh, Midnight Run for me is the last. And then I have one more that I just did that I wrote down that I thought was interesting. I really like the King speech. Oh, it's great. Um, so I have one. I have a question for you, and I, I was surprised. Not surprised you didn't have it. I almost had it, and then didn't, and then did again, and then didn't. Whiplash. Whiplash. Yes, Whiplash for sure. I, I'm happy to put it in here. I don't exactly know where it goes, but you're, you're yes, it's it's it is certainly an airplane movie. Because the reason I was on the fence is like it's really intense, but it's not like sad, intense, cryy, intense, scary, intense. It's just intense, right? Like yes. your your body is like tight for a lot of that yes. movie. But like I don't know that I care. I kind of feel like that might be good because to me that's engaging, right? Like that's hyper engaging, which I'm into that. I want to be engaged. 
No, it's a really good pick. Whiplash to me, by the way, would if, if I still watch live TV, Whiplash should and the language were somehow redone because you just can't bleep that one too much. Uh, but yeah. Whiplash would make a very good TNT Sunday classic. Like For sure. If I'm yeah. flipping through channels and there's even any scene with JK on screen, Have to. I'm, I'm done. Like, here we go. Yeah. All the way to the end. All the way to the end. Yeah, totally agree. All right. So this was episode 97, Jer. Whoa. Episode 97. So we're, for the time being, we're going we're gonna to flip to bi-weekly just because we want to give ourselves a little bit more uh, air time. Eh. <laughs> also, the better manage expectations. We're just uh, we're enjoying the summer. And yeah, it's busy. It uh, we, we are going to do something cool for the 100th. What is it? We don't actually know yet, but it'll be cool. We're going to do something cool. We might do something we bigger. We have notes. We've got notes. We have notes. The topics have been discussed. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've, we've thrown some things out there. But most importantly, we hope you are also enjoying your summer. Uh, we love to be back. We will be back again in two weeks. Thank you, as always, for joining the Lo-Fi Top 5. And by the way, to whoever you are in Nepal that's keeping us in the top uh, top ten over there, just just thanks and keep listening and like reach out anytime. We'll give you a, we'll 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 give you some airtime. We'll 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 anything you want. Okay, big, big we love shouts. you, Nepal. We big love you. Big shouts out to Nepal or whoever's using that VPN. 